my name is Jonathan. Um, today, I am going to do a reflection or a reaction to the movie Won't You Be My Neighbor. Now, this is a documentary of um, Fred, Roger- Fred Rogers and, well, primarily his show and mostly the impact it had on kids and stuff. Um, now, before I start, I just want to say that Mr. Fred Rogers didn't really have a impact on my life, kind of, but, you know, when I was a kid, younger kid, I used to, um, switch between channels a lot, because, like, every time a, like, a show went on to a commercial, I just switched to another channel, like, I did that a lot with, like, Nick and Disney. Because they're closer to each other in the, like, channel menu. <laughs> um, but... And then... You know, occasionally I watched PBS Kids to watch, like... I think the show was Wild Kratts, where... Um, these two brothers, possibly, like, had these suits that allowed them to... Attain abilities of certain animals... And they had to do, like, a challenge thing, I guess. I guess you could call that. In order to... I, I guess the entire premise of the show is to explain, like, every type of animal or whatever. But, yeah. Um, but after all that, um, this this movie really made me realize that um, Mr. Rogers, he did, he did have an impact on my life, and, like, the, like, the movie was really excellent in how it made me realize everything that I ever watched of Fred Rogers has impacted me in some way. Um, now, also, before I start, um, I really don't know how long this is going to be, so, I feel bad for the person who's going to grow, got grade this, because this is going to be a grade, so I'm sorry, but if this turns out to be more than an hour long, um, that's great, <laughs> I guess, um, now, okay, so, uh, before I got to watching documentaries and stuff like that, um, when I first started it, uh, like, I didn't necessarily have a emotional connection to them, um, mostly, but, <laughs> if you hear any noises, I'm sorry, for some reason, my family gets louder after the sun sets, <laughs> but... I, so, documentaries didn't necessarily connect with me on a emotional level. Um, you know, they might have connected with me on, like, a plane of, hey, I've done this before, or this is something interesting that I could do. But it never was emotional for me. But... 
as I watched more documentaries, more and more on like Netflix and stuff, I, I realized that documentaries are so much more than just that. If, if you just dig deeper, it allows you to just connect with it even more. And like, on, on, I, this, this film, like, I knew it was just going to be emotional from the start, mainly because of my teacher, but besides that, I just knew it was going to be because I knew the impact Fred Rogers had on the world, and it was, I didn't expect it to be as much as it was, but, um, I just knew that somehow that I was going to cry. But, you know, luckily I didn't. But. Uh, wow. Um, so. I knew that this movie, film, documentary was just going to be. Uh, it was just going to be emotional. Because. Um, um, he, I knew that the people who knew Fred Rogers personally was going to be in the film, and they would have talked about how he was, and what he did as a person, and it really, as I was watching the movie, it really was very emotional, (laughs) um, I tried hard not to cry during that moment, moments, because I was around my peers, that's not good, <laughs> but I just, those, all those people who knew him, um, it, it was sad, um, and, I mean, I just, um, if, no, Fred Rogers is, is dead, and most anything that we have to his kindness is anything that has been captured on like video and TV and stuff like that which granted is a lot but it's just a person gone that really impacted the United States primarily um or North America, primarily, actually, um, but, okay, yeah, (laughs) so, as I watched the film, I remember seeing episodes of some of the things that were shown, like, the really heavy topics that Mr. Rogers talked about. Um, I specifically really remember about when, um, Daniel, the tiger or lion puppet, um, asked, um, the female, <laughs> don't know her name, um, was, he, he, Daniel asked, lady if he was a mistake and like what mistakes are 
and when she started singing, or he, he started singing, as asking if he was in a snake, it, it was a topic that I just, I knew of when I was a kid, it kind of went past me, and it's not that I knew it wasn't there, or I didn't know that it was there, I knew it was there, it wasn't too primarily, like, connected with me when I was a kid, but, um, I didn't want to share, and it was just, (sighs) it was was a lot, but I didn't cry, because I didn't want to, but everything that Mr. Rogers taught is still available, and it's just sad that he is gone. Ugh. <laughs> no. Yeah, I just, I believe if everybody, like, behaved and acted like Fred Rogers, that the world would definitely be a better place and everyone would be so much more happier but doing something that globally is near to impossible and people are really not like that it's just sad because people deal with so many things every day, different experiences, and so many people everywhere deal with so many things that some of us won't even understand ever in our lives, and as much as We would like to be as perfect as we can be. These things that happen in our lives will 
always make us the way we are and we can't always act like the perfect Fred Rogers I mean he wasn't perfect but he's the most perfect thing I've seen <laughs> um, um you know uh, yeah Fred Rogers was, I gotta admit, was a really big impact on how I grew up. Now, I probably contradicted myself throughout my, like, speech, I guess you could call this, but I realized that everything that I do and is based sort of off of what Mr. Fred Rogers has preached, I guess you could say. Um, um, you know, yeah. Um, so, another time I nearly cried was by when uh, Mr. Clemmings, I don't know his first name, was about to cry. Now that probably one of the more one of the times that most people wouldn't understand why he would cry. I guess you would say, but it's because he was a man, and he is a man. He cry, and that's. That's like rare because men have grown up since the beginning of time thinking it's not alright to cry and show weak emotions and it's just really sad to see somebody cry and it just a lot. Um, I'm gonna move on to my next point, um, which was about the score. <laughs> now, the only music I can remember from when I first watched the movie was the couple songs by Fred Rogers, but, um, I decided to listen to the soundtrack, and I really liked what the, the score was just beautiful and amazing. It was perfect for the film, like score should be, but it was written or composed both by uh, Jonathan Kirks Kirksky. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Now, I might be biased because we share the same first name, but I believe that he is great, and I would definitely recommend most of his music stuff he does and did in the past. Um, well, I expected this to be at least 15 more minutes longer, but 
point of but you know there's probably a lot more I could say I just don't know what I would say um well I guess this was another goodbye to my podcast this is the second episode to a lot of episodes hopefully um goodbye hopefully next week I'm not gonna have no way to making podcasts and I'll make one next week hopefully um now uh goodbye Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Goodbye. Actually, one more thing. Next episode, I might have a guest speaker thing. And hopefully after that, I will also have, like, a guest with me um, each time. So it wouldn't just be me talking to myself about myself and movies. But, yeah, so, see you next time on this podcast.